podcast it's called no worries if not you know that because you just heard the theme song say it 50 times it's very repetitive my name is aaron and i'm andrew and it's not my podcast i shouldn't have said that it's our podcast you know i think that you can say it's yours and i can say it's mine but we both know it's ours that's true yeah yeah we're talking to someone it's kind of weird to be like mine I, mine and andrew stanley's podcast i share a podcast with my friend andrew yeah i won't say that yeah um we have a very fun episode it's about insurance insurance get fired up everybody we said what's the most boring sounding thing we could talk about but actually very interesting and fun and it absolutely was we have my personal insurance agent on, and my friend (laughs) yeah for some reason you haven't gotten him to be your agent no well i use my parents agent still and it just i feel weird breaking up with them yeah i understand uh his name is van baird he's in the room He's great. I met him because he was doing social media marketing stuff for Nofo Brewing, where I do my bi-monthly shows. Yeah, in Cumming, Georgia. Bi-monthly. That's when you like kiss a guy twice a month. That's exactly what right, that right. is. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So that's the kind of show it is. Love and that. People have been pretty upset because they're like, we did not know this was what it was. Because it's in North Georgia, and people out there sometimes, you know, you know how they can be. Yes. They right. can be against boys kissing. <laughs> Uh, Van is wonderful Van is wonderful He is uh, I trust him with my life Which is great And rare I feel like In your insurance agent Um, So we ask all the Tough questions You know Is it a scam? What's the deal With insurance? Yeah What's the best mascot For insurance companies? We did talk about that At the end At the end We tried to name As many as we could I think we got a lot And there's like Low key A a job offer at the end Yeah Van (laughs) actually Anybody's looking for employment Hiring And Uh I learned a lot and enjoyed it a lot, mm-hmm. so I think that you guys will too. It's more entertaining than you think um, when we say insurance. Yes. Um, One way we can pay our insurance premiums is through our sponsors that we love so much, and they're all very, very real. Yes, and we have a new one, new real sponsor today. We do. Here we go. Oh no, I'm dying. So are you. We all are. Ha ha ha. The modern funeral has been lacking personal touches for far too long. Introducing Funeral Finder. You know how you can build a wedding website on the knot? This is that, but for funerals. (laughs) Killing it. Build a website that acts as a funeral blueprint for when you croak. Choose your guest list, lock in a venue, and even book entertainments such as a DJ, juggler, or belly dancer if you nasty. Pre-select all the fun details of your own funeral so that your friends and family can just enjoy the party. They shouldn't be forced to make difficult decisions for your funeral, such as deciding between a face painter or Kid Rock tribute band. (laughs) Let them know, once and for all, that you don't just want your funeral patrons crying, you want them Bowitada bawling. Oh, you don't know Kid Rock songs. What is it? What is it? Van, do you know... Say it. What's the name of the song? Bowitda. Ball with the ball. Ball with the ball. The bang. The bang. Have you heard that? Uh, I have heard. So you it. don't want them crying. You want them ball with the balling. Yeah. Sorry. I. It's a great I, joke did, did if you're did into. You, did you fake, think fake redneck gonna, racist rock music? Did you think I was gonna get there? No. But <laughs> I wanted to take that risk. Let them know once and for all that you don't just want your funeral patrons crying. You want them ball with the balling. Yeah, nailed it. Maybe you want your casket to be on a catapult that absolutely yeets your wooden body box into the grave 100 feet away. Maybe instead of a traditional burial or cremation, you would rather be taxidermied in your famous ping pong serve position. (laughs) Can you imagine walking in your uncle's just dead in the corner of the room? (laughs) Yes, good serve. Final serve. Uh, That's match. Maybe you want to play a prank on everyone by having a Bluetooth speaker on your casket that plays pre-recorded sound bites of you talking so that when people step up to pay their respects, your lifeless body can whisper, help, I'm just sleepy. 
Get me out of here. <laughs> Whatever you want to happen at your funeral, we can make happen. Just let us know before you go. Use code no worries if dead at checkout to get 20% off the basic website package. Funeral Finder. Log on before you're long gone. That's a banger tagline. Pretty good tag. Pretty good. And I loved that we had commentary during the ad. Yeah. That felt good. Um, almost named it Adult Funeral Finder. Yeah. Because we don't, if kids, we don't do kids' death. Suicide. We, we don't do kids. No, until they're 18, they shouldn't plan their own funeral. That's true. But Adult Funeral Finder if, felt weird. <laughs> if I wrote that, that's what I If you have, have Adult Anything Finder, it feels weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot dead singles in your area. <laughs> I believe No Worries <laughs> If Dead has, as a promo code, has been used before. Probably. For RIP. Oh, it has, me. yeah. Mine are um, pretty dark, usually. It's a very good promo code. Mm-hmm. I think it should be, even if we have like one for like ice cream, it should be like no promo, no worries if dead. Yeah, yours are always like, it's a it's a funny vacuum for your toenails. And mine are like, uh, pay Betty White to use her skin. <laughs> it's just terrifying, creepy stuff. What if Bop It was morally tough? <laughs> yeah. What if you had to throw a grenade at an orphanage? That's just oh my. my brand of humor. Sorry. I love it. Love it a lot. Yeah, I'm thankful for you. Thanks. And thankful for a lot because we just had Thanksgiving. How was yours? It was great. Had Thanksgiving twice on Thursday and then Friday at in Dublin, Georgia with my family. Oh, yeah. And that's because you're in love and you had two families to celebrate with. Yeah. It's been weird being in love, having to do everything twice. Mm-hmm. And once in Spanish. Once in Spanish. Our first Thanksgiving was a lot of Spanish, but a lot, of, you know. Did the pilgrims go to Colombia too? Did they do that down there? I didn't really study that hard when it came to yeah, I don't know. Thanksgiving stuff. But as we learned last week, Thanksgiving didn't even really happen. That's true. So. Um, well, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great. You know, mom, uh, my dad's side of the family, they're wonderful. Uh, one thing that I don't think people talk about enough is plate planning. Mm-hmm. Everyone's posting pictures of their plates. Usually it's gross. Everything's touching, which makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. Yeah. It turns into soup. Gross. Um, but to impart some wisdom on everybody, you got to do a lap around the kitchen to see what you're working with before you pick up a plate. Yeah. You like, need to pe- have People get plan. overzealous, loaded up with lima beans. You, you don't even have room for the sweet potato casserole. Yeah. And it's pathetic. Because people trick you, and they put the salad first in the line, because that is the order that you would eat it. You have salad but at your if Thanksgiving? If you put any salad on your plate for Thanksgiving before you've gone through the rest of the line, then that's a big mistake, because salad spreads out. As soon as you drop it on the plate, it spreads out. Yeah. And takes up a lot of real estate. Yep. And if you're not, if you don't plan well, you got to start stacking. Yeah. Then and things it, get soggy. Then it's just embarrassing. Yeah. You put, like, ham on a deviled egg. And you're like, this shouldn't, shouldn't happen. And also, you look like you have a food addiction problem if you're stacking foods on top of each other, no matter how big the plate is. Right. Well, I mean, that's better than carrying two plates for yourself. Yeah. I think you excommunicate it from the family. My strategy is always get a little bit of everything for my first plate, and then I go back for my second plate, and I get like the three things I like the most I get a lot of. Smart. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Especially if it's like a big gathering. Like the first like for our first Thanksgiving, it was twenty seven people. So all those people like brought stuff. So it was so much different things that you gotta you gotta really strategize. Yeah, you gotta plan true. ahead. But now Thanksgiving is over, which means it's Christmas time. Yeah. Official. Tri- tri- my tree is up. Is your tree up? My tree is so up and I've slept on my couch the last three days because it makes me happy. <laughs> have you really? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just the the light from the Christmas tree. It's it's wonderful. Do you have an elf on the shelf just for you? No. That would be, be the saddest single person thing I've ever heard of. I had a new place and every day I come out and I'm like, oh, it's still there and move it again. <laughs> yeah, you just, you, you uh, have to take a sleeping pill so that you'll forget. <laughs> yeah. Elf on an Ambien. Yeah. And that's it. So Aaron went insane. What happened is like he thought his elf on the shelf was real, but it was just him. Uh, one time my dad... Who my, my mom is, had never seen his chin. Like he always had a beard. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I was like in ninth grade having breakfast before school. Me and my mom were there. He walks in, no beard. He didn't know he shaved. And my mom screamed. And he's like, What? What? Like, your, your chin, it's gross. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> he took an Ambien and didn't know he, he shaved for the first time in like 30 years. Ambien made him like be like, I should get a razor. Ambien make him look like a potato. Oh man! All bad. right, here that the elf, there should be a package Elf on the Shelf for singles, and it comes with Ambien packets. <laughs> Dang, that's a good sponsor. And it tells you what time to take the Ambien so that you'll forget where you put your Elf. That's so sad. This is but the great. best idea we've ever had. I'm writing this down. And what would it be called? <laughs> um, Elf on Ambien. 
Elf on the Sleeping. We'll we'll think of it. We'll, later. Think, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll have it as an ad and during the Christmas season, most mm-hmm. likely. We're gonna have a Christmas episode soon. Which yes, we've got a great guest. We'll tell you about later. That's coming. Um, yep. And we're gonna do all of them. We're gonna have our Hanukkah episode. We're gonna have our Kwanzaa episode. Andrew's committed to finding. Very, very nervous about that one. <laughs> oh, just kidding. We're definitely having Christmas though. Who knows? Yeah, uh, gonna ha- be fun. How's traveling again? Because I know yes. last time was very traumatic for you. Yeah, I, got, I ran for my life last time. I just got home today from my first trip since. I was in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I had a fun time. And I got to the airport yesterday for the first time, and I was pretty early. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back. This whole week I've kind of been like I, I, like, I feel like I should be dealing with this thing that happened to me, and it just hasn't really affected me very much at all. So I'm like, oh, it must just be deep down there, and I probably need to process this weird this stuff. And so I was like, oh, I'll go back to where it all happened in Terminal T and kind of walk around where I was running. And so I went and I like walked in in there and I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to feel anything. And I walked up and down the whole place and felt nothing. <laughs> so yep. either I am totally fine or it's so deep down there that it'll probably come out in a bad place one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's better than the alternative. Better than it... I don't know. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how to trauma. But I'm also glad I didn't just start crying in the airport yesterday, just like walking down the uh, the aisle, just like, why is this guy guy returning to the scene of the crime? Is this the guy that had the gun? (laughs) Did they find him? I don't know. Do we know? All right. Maybe he's he's still on the loose. If he's out there and you're listening, come be on the show. We got a lot to talk about. If you guys don't mind, keep an eye out for that guy. Mm. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's a guy... He's just a guy. He's just a Keep guy. an eye out for a guy. Um, all right. Well, glad you're still alive. Thank you. And you got past that emotional hurdle. Yep. I went back and I looked at the terminal T and I said, you don't have any power over me. You know what that's called? Closure. Lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lying to yourself. Um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to the interview with our good friend, Van. You're going to love it. So please, discount, double check out this conversation with Van Baird. <laughs> Van Baird. Hey, guys. Welcome to No Worries If Not. Thank you for being here. I am so glad and so confused to be yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> we have really high standards, and you met you met our standards. Okay. Good to know. I appreciate it. You Good have a know. very cool name, by the way. We mostly just wanted it so we could put your name in the description. Van, not Dan. Van Baird? Yep. That sounds like a famous musician or something. Yeah, where'd that come from? What's the deal? Yeah, where'd your name come from? Like your family? If It's fake, right? Uh, it's completely fake. Uh, no, in the 60s, because um, I'll be 52 this year, born in 70, in the 60s, there was a soap opera actor named Van Johnson. No, that soap mom, opera, not that adult mom, films. Correct. Okay, that sounds like <laughs> it. All right. And uh, so she liked it. And I love it. was born, so yeah. Not everything's a family name, Mm-mm. you know? And every family name started with somebody just liking a soap opera with a character named that. It could, all the way back to Scotland, right? Wow. Is he? Have you looked him up? Is he charming yeah. and attractive? He yeah. and a good namesake. He was the typical, you know, soap opera guy from Heartthrob. Great hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's soap cool. Soap opera van. So I what? What it. am I doing here? We want to talk to you, dude. We got a lot of questions. <laughs> we know you're a fascinating man. You got ties to one of my favorite breweries. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you represent Aaron's insurance interests. Mm-hmm. Partially, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we met because what is it like two and a half years ago? You were what was your role at Nofo Brewing at the time? They were just trying to figure it out. So I was like, "What do you need help with?" And so I did their social media marketing yeah. for them, and I guess events enough to get you guys in the door in the uh, in the back room at Nofo. Yeah, because we didn't know each other, and you reached out to me and were like, "Do you want to do a comedy show out here and coming?" And I like put it in my Google Maps, and it was like gonna be like 55 minutes away mm-hmm. and i was like well i'm not gonna be the guy to run this but i'll come see the room and uh and then i saw that little back room that you yeah. guys have and i was like i'll do it yep i'll host a monthly show here it's a good room right it's so great yeah. i have it tomorrow night i'll be, when, I'll this be com- there. when this comes out it will be negative two days ago okay dang uh, is it so monthly i'm sure it went great monthly show it's bi-monthly oh and we we're trying to figure out if i think it's usually like the we're trying to figure out what day of the week works best, so it's not consistent right now, but it's every other month. 
Um, but it's super fun. You, there's like a back VIP room with a code on the door. Mm-hmm. And at first when we were doing the show, they were like, no one can take pictures in here because this is the VIP room. And right. It's very exclusive. Yes. And so I had to tell the comics, like, don't take any pictures. <laughs> I've seen a few leak out. Some it's have okay. definitely leaked out. And I think they've gotten more yeah. okay with it. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. I went to one show up there and I was posting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I missed you on that one. I was out of town. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, I get it that it's kind of exclusive. You don't post pictures, but it's also really good advertising if you do. Right? Maybe. There's a line there somewhere. Yeah. Somehow, I, I have done very little to market the shows and they almost all sell out. Mm-hmm. We fit about 50 people in there. And we do two shows on a one in one night, and they usually all sell out. In BFE Georgia, there's, yeah, there's, you're, you're, it's coming Georgia, man. There's like nothing else going yeah. on. So, did have you? Is it officially the new name yet that you came up with? No, I want to unveil it, that right now. It's just like Nofo Comedy Night, but I want to pitch to them if we call it Up and Coming Comedians. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> And also, that that's is, why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I'm going to ask for a raise mm-hmm. if they're going to use that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a weird name for a town. A lot of jokes have been made, but that joke is is not where you think it's going. Which no. is good. It's just up and coming. It's yeah. a play on that up and coming. One of my favorite things about booking the show and bringing bringing comedians up yes. there is to hear each of their take on yes. the, the town of coming because yes. they all come up with a joke on the drive. Oh yeah. And uh, so well, far, our guest, Sean at Gun Kindy, has the best ones that I won't say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard Sarah's episode, and you guys were dancing around the Big Dick's store. Um, Dick's Sporting the, Goods? Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, yeah. It's really big. It's like three stories. Yeah, the mm-hmm. galleon, the previously galleons. That one, um, at the incoming. Oh, okay. Across the street from each other. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Is Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh-huh. And BJ's. Incoming, Georgia. BJ's You can't zone. beat that. There's, there's also every, <laughs> every neighborhood in, uh, in Atlanta, there's a singles website. So it's like Buckhead Singles. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is the yeah. version up there. You see some signs. You're like, this should not be allowed <laughs> in public. An- they yeah. have to answer the phone that way. You live there, right? <laughs> Thanks for calling the coming dicks. You live in coming? Uh, technically Dawsonville. Dawsonville. That's a good call. Was it, was it a guy's name originally? I got nothing. I, I'm, I'm not know. typing it into Google. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Who's... What is? <laughs> so anyway, you guys keep an eye out for if you're in the coming area, uh, come see some up and coming comedians. The Splash Zone every other month or so. <laughs> Next one will be in January. We're gonna have to put a, like a little parental advisory in the beginning of this one, even though we're not saying anything. Um, no, the insurance guy can't be the first <laughs> E that y'all get. Our insurance guy got a little bit out of control. So <laughs> our stunt man, very tame. Insurance guy, yeah. loose cannon. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, um, Van, what do you do? I feel like you do a lot. You're great at social media. You know, you support this brewery. I never fully know. So present day, I am a semi-retired state farm agent. Semi-retired meaning, um, we've got this thing set up to where it's, it's just on autopilot. So, um, I'm the world's worst salesperson. And I don't enjoy sales, but I enjoy relationships and I, re- and I enjoy helping people with their money. Um, I was awful at it when I was younger and had a lot of people that poured in to me and my wife and helped us get financially healthy. So to insurance is kind of a gateway drug to overall financial health if, if I'm your agent. So when I say semi-retired, we just moved the office to the square in Gainesville, which shout out Gainesville, like proud of them for recognizing all the medical doctors and the kind of the high end professions they have living there and they're redoing the square. And so we're right off the square and I built my little 12 by 12 office that nobody ever comes to, um, (laughs) to be a speakeasy. So 4 PM meetings in my office, you leave with a drink, you can take it out on the square. You can, cause it's open container, go to all the nice restaurants, go to the bars, but you can start with having a cocktail with me talking about your money. And so that's what I'm doing currently. Wow. Coolest insurance guy ever. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, as far as the relationship side go, you know, I knew you for a few years before I ever used you as my insurance agent. And it's just so nice trusting someone. Mm -hmm. There's those, those few jobs that like my real estate agent, Jonathan rich, Jay rich, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, 
trust him with my life. And it, it just feels so good knowing that I'm not getting taken advantage of. Right, right. You know, it's, it's wonderful. Well, insurance in general, we were talking about this before we hit record. It's a, it's a legalized gambling for the insurance companies. You're paying for something you hope you never have to use. Right, it's, yeah. It's awful. So I would rather that be a start of a conversation about what are you doing with the money that you have? Do you have a plan for it? My background's in financial planning. So I've been in the industry for 25 years. So it's just an easy, everybody's got to have it. So for those that want to have a bigger conversation, I'm happy to. Yeah, there we go. If you want a free drink, just make Van think you're interested in hiring him <laughs> and you can just go to his office. Have you ever been there, Aaron? I'm not. Well, no, we new. just moved. Yeah. Oh, he just moved. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, the... Uh, yeah, that's cool. Just a speakeasy. Just bring people in, get them liquored up, and get them to sign something. Is that some... Is <laughs> kind that, of ingenious if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, but. you have a contract as the coaster. Like, oh, that's there. Crazy. He's just like, oh, that's crazy. He already has all your information. You just got to sign right there. And did you want another drink? Like, it's 2021, guys. Nobody signs anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that kids will have signatures now going forward? Do you think that's going to die? Because mm. that was like my favorite thing to do in school. I would just practice my signature. Oh, very narcissistic. Yeah. You go, Mr. Andrew Stanley. Just was, signing I, autographs for yourself? Yeah, pretty much. Normal. Very fun. Yeah. Right? yeah, I'd finish my tests early. I would rush through them so I'd have extra time to practice my signature. <laughs> so, I, so I won't say I did the same thing then. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how does one get into insurance? Mm. I mean, did you grow up and you're like, I want to be an insurance agent? Everyone wants to be an astronaut nerds on the do insurance um, my origin story <clears throat> is I was um, selling Honda cars um, paying my way through school married with a kid and sales is about the only thing you can do that's going to support a mortgage and all that so um, there was um, my grandmother had passed away she left us a little bit it wasn't you know in hindsight that much money but I didn't know what to do with it and um, the guy that I used to work with had left to go to work with this company called Northwestern Mutual. Called him in. He brought his managing director in. And he just said, hey, do you have any debt? I was like, well, yeah. He goes, wouldn't you like to wake up one day and realize you don't have that anymore? And I thought, yeah, that'd be that'd feel pretty good. He goes, well, pay your debts off. Don't worry about investing it. So it wasn't this sales pitch. It wasn't this, here's what we can do with your money. I mean, it was in my best interest. And then I saw how successful my friend Brad was doing and got kind of bored of selling cars. It was like working in a minimum security prison, the barbed wire on the fence, you check in, you can't leave until you know they lock everything up and you come back in, you do it all the same the next day. So I wanted to get out, called him and that was in 1999. So the rest is history, I guess. Well, there you go. Shout out to your grandmother for leading you down this path. Shout out to Gigi. Yeah, she left at the perfect time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> set insensitive. Uh, so when you're like, she was actually 65, so we actually wish she could have been around longer. Uh, how do you guys in the industry feel about Jake from State Farm and all of his developments? This current Jake, I like. He's ripped. Uh, he is ripped. He is ripped He's yeah. very attractive. Um, I think he. I think he. He does well with what they give him. Um, so yeah, I like the new Jake for yeah. sure. They definitely transitioned big time because mm -hmm. the joke on the first one was just like a nerdy guy in khakis. Yeah. And now he's so cool and looks like Drake. That was mm -hmm. a joke too. It yep. works with Drake. Yeah. yeah. Those commercials with Drake. Yeah. yeah. What do you think that original Jake is up to these days? Do you think he's just furious every oh, time? Oh, he's one so of sad. Dude, if I was original Jake and I'm the reason that Jake from State Farm is even a thing and then I just see this like hot, cool guy talking to Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. and Patrick Mahomes, I'd be, I'd be furious. Yeah. He's like the uh, Tobey Maguire too. Spider-Man. They throw him a bone in the very Tom first Holland. the very first new Jake commercial. He was yeah. in it. But those guys big. make money, man. Those oh my gosh, the Jakes, the flows, the Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Massive. Massive. Flow, I think, was a stand up and then she got that gig and I don't think she has to do anything else anymore. I yeah. could be totally wrong about that, but I have yeah. heard that. She's great. That's one that I think I liked it at the beginning, then I was very annoyed. Mm -hmm. I think I like it again. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 came back around. Hammer you with it so many times, you're like, actually, I like it again. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a guy on on TikTok um, that is a television writer, and he opens his residual checks. Yeah, I Have saw him seen like that? two days ago. Like every week, it's so yeah. fascinating. Where he's like, apparently, something a rerun happened in Japan, and I made nine dollars. Right, and then sometimes it's like a thousand. Yeah. it's so interesting. Yeah. 
Man, it's like opening Pokemon cards, but like they're all something. Yeah, most most were tiny. But he's been riding for like 25, 30 years. Uh-huh. Though, so some of the stuffs really. Yeah, like like a couple of West Wing episodes back then. Like some Whoa. older great shows. Yeah, but it's very interesting. That is awesome. I want to get mail like that. I know. <laughs> Become an insurance agent. Yeah. Also, I watch. <laughs> I've seen the videos of people just opening packets of Pokemon cards. I could watch that for six hours. What's a Pokemon? I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They just open them, and most of the time it's nothing, and you're just like, ah, oh, you feel it with them. You're like, ah, oh, nothing this know, time. Bummer. You get them next. You get them next one. But then every once in a while, it's a holographic Charizard. Yeah, and then I don't know what it. you do with it. Is, you hang it up. Just try to catch them all, right? Just, <laughs> That's the deal. Yeah, <laughs> hang it on the wall. <laughs> I mean, unboxing videos are massive. Yeah. There's that little, little kid. kid. Well, he's not a little kid anymore, but he, yeah. Oh yeah, time happens. Yeah. That read the original unboxing video. What was it? A PlayStation? Was it? It was some gaming console, I think, or mm. Xbox. That checks out. And uh, yeah, that kid's probably 40. Yeah. <laughs> We've just gotten uh, dumb. And so we just want to see people do the stuff we could do whenever. Like vlogs. Or you just sit and watch other people's normal lives. I don't know. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Well, this is not insurance talk at all. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, Which is fine, by the way. Yeah, yeah, It's pretty boring no. stuff. I, I know you got them like crazy insurance stories i don't know what we're allowed to talk about like you got some good fraud stories mm. that people tried to get you <laughs> yeah do you have do you have like a hippocratic oath for insurance agents do you, no, have, are you sworn to secrecy so you can tell us all of aaron's information if, if you yeah. wanted Publish all right it. hippa yeah. <laughs> no i don't have like those kind of stories i mean i have um i have stories where like it, it solidified okay this is why i do what i do like those those kind of good stories. ones i haven't had like now I'm sure it exists within the larger company. But yeah, yeah. All my clients um, pretty much um, have the same outlook on life. They take care of themselves. They take care of their money. Um, they pay everything on time. Um, you know, so it's, I don't. I don't really have to deal with that. Yeah. Very often the 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 dark side, I guess, of it. But you know, there's a ton of good stories as far as um, you know when it does actually pay out and it works the way you need it to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, can we hear a couple of those? What are the ones that, what are the couple, you got a couple moments that are like, this is the best thing in the world. This is why I do this. So, um, I know there's a lot of personal circumstances too. You might not want to get into. No, I mean, or you can just tell us what's the easiest way to commit fraud. I would love to know that. Hypothetically. So I will start. All right. So when I was at Northwestern Mutual. That's what I really want to ask. uh, (laughs) Was it Northwestern Mutual? There was a, um, uh, I guess it was Unsolved Mysteries that when that show was still popular and, um, my partner uh, at the time, my business partner got this call around 8.15, I guess, when the show was on. Um, he's like, hey, Brad, how long does your spouse have to be missing before they pay a death penalty? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so he's Never like, a good question to like, be asked. Um, I'm recording the rest of this phone call. He goes, no, 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 no. We're watching Unsolved Mysteries. They had just written some life insurance, and this wife had gone missing. And so th- it was just a, in context, kind of a natural question. Like, well, yeah, I wonder... I want to see where this is going. They just, like two days before signed up for life insurance right yeah. on each other. And I'm like, well, how long did, did, does he get paid? Cause there was a life insurance policy. Like she's not, the body's never been found. So that's the closest we ever kind of touched on. <laughs> but the, the good stories, um, I had a really good friend of mine, um, that if I dropped the name, I think you would even know Aaron, but, um, he was in my office. We did some planning in like August, September. He, uh, was already, um, a client for his home and his car we were doing some overall financial planning. So uh, investments, and then we did policies on him, his wife, and his kids for life insurance, which is a whole other topic as far as whether or not you do life insurance on kids. But in this stage, we were doing it. Um, then uh, August, September, policy gets issued. Um, October, he and I both go to the same camp that we went. Um, it was a, a church camp for high school seniors, and we came back off of that, and he went to meet his wife. And, um, it was dark. She was in like a parking lot. He goes, why are your eyes so yellow? And she's like, what are you talking about? And fast forward, she had pancreatic cancer and mm. passed away like two months later. And it was my first death claim. And he still, to this day, every time I see him, he'll bring it up. Like I got to be with my kids. I got to, they didn't lose both parents. Um, you know, I'm home when they're home. And so he didn't have to like work full time to try and support you know, the lack of her income and, and all that. It was just the planning did what the planning was supposed to do. And I've got other stories like that, but that was kind of the first one. I was like, okay, you can make fun of insurance all you want for, I mean, he paid two months worth of premiums and we paid out 
a huge death benefit. So yeah, there are those stories. That's awesome. Um, I, so I put it on my Instagram story. I was like, we're having a insurance wizard. That's my, I don't, that's my, what I called you. I don't know. Uh, Is that what it says above your speakeasy? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the lair of the insurance mm-hmm. wizard, Van Baird. Yeah, the guy behind the green so curtain. So sick. Yeah, <laughs> that rocks. Uh, and I said, if you have any insurance-related questions, because everyone does, no one that's not in that world fully gets it, I don't right. think, you right. know? So let's just start running through some of these. Is okay. that right with you? Sure. And feel free to say skip, and then, well, I guess we'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that works. Okay. We'll probably just continue to bring it up until you are furious. Yeah. Um, okay. Again, oh, well, first of all, what what are the types of insurance that you do mainly? Um, auto, home insurance, uh, life insurance, health insurance. Um, State Farm sells pet insurance. I don't personally offer that. I mean, because you're against it. Yeah, um, you hate animals. Just fundamentally yeah. against pet insurance. <laughs> so when I say health insurance, um, I don't actually do medical insurance because I'm kind of against what people have to pay for that as well. Um, so that's disability insurance and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all that to say, some of these you might not do, but I'm, I'm sure you have great insight mm-hmm. on them. Um, flight insurance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the point of flight insurance if it doesn't reimburse you when you tra- mm-hmm. when you cancel? Yeah, that's all insurance. That's why it's kind of a scam for the insurance companies. Yeah. You, you pay for something you hope you don't have to use. And on flight insurance, you didn't use it, but you still have to pay the premium. So it is, it is in, in all areas, it's just managing risk. Are you willing to take the risk that your flight's going to get canceled? And if you are, don't buy it. If you're risk averse and you're like, oh, the thought of not. But here in the last you know, two years with COVID, I don't know anybody that's, other than, I, won't, I was going to say one airline, but other than the one airline <laughs> that everybody hates. But um, most people were able to like reschedule and right, right. work with you. But I, yeah, for the most part, it's, I don't recommend it. Yeah, I, I know Delta at least gave like, gave vouchers for every mm. flight that like got canceled for any reason for right. like a whole year basically yeah i will fight somebody over my love for delta yeah Dude, i mean same last week we did at the thanksgiving episode they said what are you thankful for and i just without thinking it was just like delta airlines <laughs> <laughs> corporations we love all corporations big corporate fans yep billionaires the best yes stay on earth we Auto- love you um autonomous cars yeah. How are they going to affect your industry? Yeah. Um, this is from my friend Puya. This is a great, great question. She said, I fully expect autonomous yeah. cars to begin outperforming manual cars in terms of safety. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no choice but to dramatically raise rates on drivers, thereby accelerating autonomous car adoption. Nice. Who is this guy? <laughs> Puya. He's nice. unbelievable. Um, I think so, he, he does a podcast about like the future of travel. Okay. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. So um, the, when I started when I left a, a primary life insurance company to go to a primary, um, what's called property and casualty company at state farm. When I started as an employee, I had, and this was in nine, 2007, I was hearing, Hey, our industry's changing. There's going to be cars that stop on their own. Um, and then they knew eventually there would be autonomous cars. Even this was in 2007. So, um, the manufacturers are going to start becoming the first line liability. So if you have a car that you build that says, hey, it's, it's, it's not going to rear in somebody, and it does, well, then insurance companies, because they have a lot of lawyers, are going to go, why should we pay? You said your car was supposed to stop. Yeah. So the manufacturers are going to start becoming the frontline liability. So if you cause an accident, it's your fault. Technically, your car hit that car. Well, who's responsible for it? And so there's going to be... Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yes. So that's, that's going to be the biggest change. So we're, insurance companies are not going to be able to charge what they normally charge for liability insurance because they're going to become secondary. Yeah. So you'll still have it, but it will not be your primary liability insurance. Um, Cars are rolling off the assembly line now with accident avoidance systems. They're rolling off assembly lines now with the ability to send back driving habits, how fast you start, how fast you brake. You know, do you take turns too fast? How fast do you go over? How how many times go over speed limit? So insurance companies trying to get ahead of that have been offering discounts. Say, Hey, if you give us that data, we'll give you a discount. And over COVID, it was it was awesome for so many people because the less you drove, the bigger the discount. So the overall insurance industry, there's hardly any auto companies that don't offer that incentive. It's they just want your data for now. They're saying we need to we need to figure out how we're going to price this in the future. So if you're willing to put a device in your car that will tell the insurance company how many miles you're driving a year and what your driving habits are, they'll give you a discount, and that discount can go up or down based on how good of a driver you are. Yeah. 
Well, my logical brain goes, well, that just makes sense. Because we used to charge, if, if you said, well, I drive 7,501 miles a year, you paid the same as somebody who drove 14,999 miles. Well, that person's driving twice as much. Their risk should be twice as much as yours. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're going to be able to prove how little you drive and how well you drive. And so you're going to pay for use. Just like we do with our cell phones and our power bill and our water bill. Yep. It's just it's just the way things are, are moving toward. And eventually, even that'll go away because of the autonomous car industry. So there'll still be some kind of liability that you'll have to have as an individual. Yeah. But it won't be you won't be paying what you're paying now. Yeah, that makes sense. I got one of those things, the little monitor mm-hmm. you're supposed to hook mm-hmm. up. Weirded me out and I didn't connect it because okay. I, I think i'm a pretty offensive driver so i was like no way my premium goes down this is not going to help <laughs> like, me i am above average yeah it's like i'm going to slam my brakes sometimes i'm going to speed <laughs> you're getting a discount you no matter what yeah you're going to get at least one percent because they just want your data even if they it's just bad want but what if the data is so awful the, thing <laughs> the is only then- time that 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 device and i might I don't know if I'm stepping on compliance or legalese. It says in the contract, if, if you tell us you drive 12,000 miles a year and you're reporting at 90, mm. that's just a whole different classification, right? So that, that could be, but your driving habits aren't going to cause your premium on your insurance rates to go up. The discount will go up and down. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Well, I mean, I'll try plug to it find in, that baby. wherever it is. Are you getting the discount even though it's not plugged in? I don't think so. I don't no, know. You have to, the you data. Gotta, you got to plug it plug in. in. Yeah. Plug it in, plug it in. Remember that? Glade. Yeah, that was Glade. Is it true that uh, red cars are more like expensive to insure? No. That's a myth? It's a myth. I knew it. Dad. It's it's a myth. I couldn't get in a red ten, car. In over 10 years, we've never asked the color of a car. Wow. But age and gender? Mm, oh, yeah. Big ones. Yeah. What are some other ones? Where you live. Um, so if you, this, this zip code is going to be more insurance than coming. Yeah. There's right. less people. There's less cars on the road. Reminder, coming is a city. It's a city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start saying Dawsonville, Gainesville. <laughs> Gainesville. Great. Um, so, yeah, the more rural areas, you're mm-hmm. going to pay less. Um, that's for that car insurance. Out. And for L- home insurance. Less like, other cars to hit. The cars that don't get broken into. So <laughs> but we're not, we're more, not paying de- more deer to hit. Yep. Yep. It's true. So um, age is a big one. Obviously, your driving record overall, if you have tickets and accidents. That's going to be a huge hindrance, but the car itself, um, not as now, if you bring in some kind of Lamborghini, sure. The risk is yeah. just greater that you're going to have an accident yeah. in a car that can go. <laughs> the numbers know. back that up. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. How big is the difference in gender? Um, under 25, not a big deal. Okay. Um, after 25, yeah, married female rates are better. There you go. I thought you were talking about cars for a second. Yeah. I was like, diesels are boys, <laughs> hybrids car. are girls. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Jeez. What if uh, this is what <laughs> if yeah podcast. that feels weird? What about now that people are like non-binary and stuff like that? Is there a standard spot on the scale now for like stuff like that or not yet? Great question. I think most companies are wrestling through that right now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Are. Maybe let's just don't guess about we'll all tackle, that. We'll tackle <laughs> we'll tackle that one on the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, okay, this is a this is a good one too. Um, do they insure uncles too? Or just insurance. You wrote that, right? No, that was comedian Justin Thompson trolling. (laughs) Hey, Justin. (laughs) But pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, moving on. Um, This is a perfect question for you. I could tell this one's coming from a place of trauma a little bit. This guy named Jake. He said, why do insurance people try to sell you on the relationship? It's Mm. pretty black and white. I have X amount of coverage with X amount of deductible that you are legally required to cover. What does our relationship have to do with that? Yeah. Hope you're good, Jake. I, yeah, I, there's just those personalities, I, and and that's fine. I um, exist to help you pay your claim, and when I when my phone rings, nine times out of ten, the person on the other end, when I recognize, yes, we're friends, but I'm not like, all right, they they're not calling me just to see how I'm doing. Yeah, right. But they have my cell number. They don't know how to call claims and navigate that claims team, and how do you get the claim paid yesterday, and how can I get my car fixed two days ago, and um, hey, we can't live in this house. Can you get me housing? So yeah, that can all be transactional. That can all for sure. For the most part, I haven't met anybody that just is transactional that has the right amount of coverage that they need to have if they have that accident. 
hmm. right? Where you take somebody's life or you, you maim somebody where they can't work again from an auto perspective, that comes in the relationship storytelling. Can it happen on a transactional level? Absolutely. Geico's ready when you are. I'm, I'm just not, anybody other, other state farm agents are ready when you are. I'm just going to be the guy that's going to lean into the relational side because insurance is a scam for the most part, right? So it, can we at least be friends? Can we, if not, man, there's 19,000 other state farm agents. You can find the one that you just want to like check a bill and move on. Sure. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's it, it, so valuable to me. I mean, I texted you last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, um, I'm flooding into whatever yeah. piece and blow, and you call me right back and talk me through it, and it was just so easy. Yeah. The the, the relational part for me is I'm, you know, the, there's the, was it six degrees of Kevin Bacon or seven? Seven? I think it's seven. I'm, I'm pretty much a one degree guy. Like when, when people come to me from a referral, I'm one friendship, one relationship away, mm-hmm. I'm, and it's hey, Van did this for me. You need to give him a call. And if I get 10 referrals from friends a month, you know, from a strictly a sales standpoint, my closing rate's over 90%. And it's because nobody's having these conversations that I'm having in a way that makes sense to people. I, I would rather tell you a story than try and sell you a product. Yeah. The story helps you understand the product and helps you understand, do I need to make this decision or not? Right. True. Yeah, and it's so important because a lot in a lot of cases you're teaching people about how this stuff works too. Mm-hmm. So your ability to communicate clearly to people that might not know what all this is about mm. is super comforting and helpful and valuable. So, yeah, and anyone that has to do with my money, I just it's so much better if you trust them yeah. as a person. Yeah. I trust you with my life. Aww. I would be shocked if it turned out you were problematic in any way. If you were a deviant, I just don't I don't see it coming. Yeah. Yeah, let it be said here. Van Baird <laughs> is not a deviant, and we stand by it. Yeah, on my like power rankings of who I think could get canceled mm-hmm. soon, you're just like down there. I thank yeah. my wife and my daughters for that. Aaron does have actually a power ranking for that at his I house. Do. I can imagine. They used to do that on the Burt Show, which is very funny mm-hmm. and kind of bad. They'd have celebrity arrest <laughs> fantasy draft, and each week they'd pick a new one, and eventually they did it for enough weeks that a few of them got arrested. Get arrested. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They would try to pick the ones that were most likely or least likely. Yeah, they all were like Miley Cyrus. Like, oh, I was going to take her. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Just the most arrestable celebrities. <laughs> That's very good. For those very listening funny. at home, that used to be on this thing called the radio. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, used to, I used to listen to the Burt Show and I had a real job to drive. had a mm-hmm. commute. Yeah, and we had to drive our own cars. Yeah. It wouldn't Weird. automatically break for me. I had a rental car. I use a lot of rental cars. And I... they had, one time, this one had a setting turned on that I didn't know about, but mm. it's the one where if you're in a lane on the highway and you start getting too far to one side of the lane, it turns the wheel for you. Yeah. And I didn't know, it wasn't my car. I right. didn't know what was going on. It took me like sure. 30 minutes on the highway to be like, oh, I think this is on purpose. Yeah. I was like, something wrong with this car. Were you terrified? Yeah, I was, was like, like, why is it steering away from where I'm trying to steer? I remember the first time ever, same thing, rental car in a truck, and it kept slowing down. I was on cruise, and it kept slowing down. Like, dang it, Go. But it was the setting that the sensor was like picking up the far, the car that's like the farthest away and s- still slowing down. Yeah, it's like doing calculus about how fast it's going, how fast you're going, yeah. the distance. Yeah, yeah. So, but it all works. Yeah, seems, seems to. All right, next one. Um, this is just hurtful to me. All this right. is from at nipples. That's hurtful to you. That's not the hurtful part. Which which of those is what's hurting? Okay. Uh, he, 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 I don't know, maybe. Do they said, have ass nipples? There's no explanation. Okay. Yeah. He said, does he give out advice for wrist insurance? Your wrists always look awkward and weak, and maybe you should look into wrist insurance just in case. Hmm. That was directed at you? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I feel like your wrists are fine. That's what I love about the internet. I feel like every week I find something new to be self-conscious about. Yeah. They're there for you. Yeah. I've never yeah. really thought of my wrists, but now I will forever. One time I was, uh, when I first moved here, I did a, I was in a rhythm of, I didn't want to pay for a gym membership. So I would do free trials at like all the gyms. So I'd just be a different one every week. And I did the LA fitness across the street from here. And, uh, very attractive people coming in and out of there, by the way. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's a good area. All right, uh, well, I take it back what I said about the Deviant. Van's just sitting in the parking lot. He's just like, mm, this is a good Look one. Look at them. They're all sweaty. And, uh. <laughs> this is, just kidding. 
But uh, it came. The trial came with a free personal training session with one of the guys, and it was like this the coolest guy, coolest like ripped black guy ever. And he's like, "What are your goals? Like, what is the most thing you're most insecure about on your body?" And I was just like, "I'm not even gonna be here in three days." <laughs> and he, I was like, uh, "Like, I don't know. Like, I don't really like my wrists and like my forearms. Like, I feel like they're skinny." And he goes, "Nobody has ever said that before." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "All right, well, this is just a free trial." And <laughs> You didn't think there was a wrong answer. Yeah, I was just like, sorry, I was just being honest. <laughs> Thought <laughs> no we were going to be friends. never said that. It's like people are usually just like, I don't know, I want to not get tired. <laughs> right. Uh, abusing my wrist. Yeah. Oh, or like my biceps and a shirt. Yeah. So I work out in long sleeves now. <sighs> Bundles. Should I always bundle? Hmm. Well, I guess it depends, right? The whole always and never thing. Um, but for the most part, most companies are going to give you a pretty steep discount. If you do. Yeah. Um, so I won't write it. If you come to me, Hey, I just want to write my home. I'm like, you're going to pay me way too much money. You need to, you need to at least bundle with me or bundle somewhere else. Every now and then like a Geico where they mainly write car insurance, they don't have a home insurance company. They'll, you know, send you to another company and they'll try and bundle it together that way. But for the most part, the short answer is, yeah, you, you should, again, you're paying for something you hope you never have to use, get every discount you can get. Yeah. Um, life insurance, mm. how old should be, how old should you be to start single or married? Does that make a difference? Also possibly related, but wills, um, mm. we should have them right. Mm-hmm. And like now that's a big topic. I don't know. Yeah. Um, having walked too many people through that process of probate, which when we all die as individuals, we all have an estate to settle. Mm-hmm. Um, and your estate has to go through the probate in your County. And if you don't have anything in writing, then that probate judge decides where all your stuff goes. Now, through a process and through people speaking into that, but for the most part, it's up to them. Can that judge be like me? It goes to no. me. No. Okay. So they're going to, but they're the honorable gonna, judge yeah. <laughs> will receive. The, um, the most powerful statement I had um, was uh, a friend of mine had to um, bury her dad. Um, he didn't have any insurance, didn't do any planning. And so they financed his funeral. And she said, I bury my dad every month when I write the check to pay the funeral home. And I was like, well, God, there's so many ways. Like if I see another GoFundMe request for somebody who lost a loved one, mm-hmm. like this stuff's so cheap. Like term insurance is so cheap. Um, as far as when to get it, you know, I mean, as soon as you have, you know, you're a responsible adult. Who are you leaving behind? Who's going to have to take care of that for you? Who's going to have to go to the courthouse and settle your estate? They're having to take time off work. They're probably grieving man, at least make it easy on them. Yeah. And just to put things in perspective, if you're in your twenties and you're relatively healthy, a hundred thousand dollars life insurance is going to be somewhere between like 12 and $24 a month. It's just, why wouldn't you do that for the people? Now there's plenty of people that are against that. And I've heard both sides. I just, this is my world and I've seen how it helps. And if you can afford it and it makes sense, I don't want anybody to be insurance poor, but if it fits in your overall scheme of spending and planning, that should be in there pretty early. Same with your wills. You just want to direct where things go. Um, you can pay anywhere from two fifty to $5,000 for a will. Just depends on who you're hiring and what all they're doing for you. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, as soon, soon as you move out, you have your own place, you have debts you have to settle, you have any kind of finances that you're going to leave behind for somebody, get a small life insurance policy. It's, it's dirt cheap. You name the beneficiary, just make sure you keep up on that. Once you get married, for sure. Once you have kids, for sure. Um, if you own a business for sure. Um, but yeah, for the most part and term insurance is what I recommend 95% of the time. And it makes you feel like your life is valuable. Mm. Yeah. There's L- that literally there's that you're just like, I got, I got worth. That's true. I'm worth this much. When you said it's super cheap, like what is, what is a normal, if, if we got life insurance right now, what would the, the monthly be? Yeah. Somewhere depending on how much you got, yeah. it'd be like 12 to $24 a month. That rocks. Pretty good. All could right. afford that, honestly. Could, could I take a life insurance policy out on Aaron? Because I would, if he died, I would lose my podcast host. And you have to replace him. And then you got to pay what you're paying Aaron to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So, all right. Let's take out policies on each other. A little scary. <laughs> <laughs> Do podcast host fraud. Yeah. Uh, when <laughs> my podcast host passed away, and I am, uh, I would like damages. <laughs> this is a dumb question. It's so Googleable, but I don't really know. Say I have 
two maxed out credit cards. I have a few kids. I die. Where does that debt go? Do they pay it? Do they make the kids work? Does the, the probator have to deal with it? Through the probate process, your, your debts have to get settled on some level. And if there's just no way to pay them, then the banks know that. But for the most part, if you have a car that you can sell, if you have anything of value and it has to be settled, your estate has to be closed out at some point and you have to prove all those debts were settled. Um, if you're single, absolutely no one named as a beneficiary, you know, it's, if you're an adult, your parents don't come into play anymore. They don't have any say then yeah, you can, you can die owing and there's nothing that people can do. Hmm. But through that process, somebody's going to identify who can get what, what a value do you have? And then they'll dispense it. So that's why people fake their own deaths because they're like, oh, my debtors will think I'm dead and I'll go live on an island that somehow I can afford to live on still. Yeah. Hmm. Man, so you, you've never, no one's tried to fraud you. No. Do you suspect that, <laughs> that anyone, you know of? Not that that know you know of. of. Okay, okay. Do you suspect that anyone you've ever paid a death claim on still may be alive? I do not. Okay. You, you guys aren't seeing this, but Van is winking so hard at us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those were the questions. Oh, wow. So the couple of those were really good. I know. Autonomous cars, great. Yeah. yeah. I wish I thought of that question. I know. We really should have. Such a bad interviewer. Are there any things coming up in the future that you kind of see as big shifts in the industry? Um, I mean, there's obviously Medicare for All or Universal Healthcare, which might be coming, but... Yeah. Um, as far as what I work with on a day-in, day-out basis, uh, the, the like I said, the, the actual health insurance, medical insurance, I don't... I don't I'm just not... That's not my world. Um, but as far as what's coming, I mean, there's, there's people in the industry that think there's no need for insurance agents. Like just, there, you can go online, you can get everything you need and be done. Yeah. And there's an argument to be made there. Um, I think there's always going to be some level of interaction. And I think I'm with a company that's hanging their hat on that and making sure that that's always going to be. Um, but even them, they look at what other companies can we acquire that, Offer people that. You don't want an agent? Here's a part of our company you can go and never have to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, if, if that's what you are about, great. Um, I'm just going to live in that world of I want to retire and grow old with people that want to manage their money, want to manage it well, want to have a plan, not just buy a product, and trust you know the conversation they're having with the person they're talking to. Oh, that made me so nervous. There's a movement to end my job. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying that I'm irrelevant. Mm. Oh, if they end your job, Andrew, then they're a dictator. That's like what That's Stalin true. did. They're like, no comedians. I am free speech. <laughs> yeah, you really are. <laughs> yeah, no one's like, hey, we don't want videos anymore. Not allowed. Yeah. Well, no more videos. That's a, that'd be a North Korea thing. Yeah, I think so. We are Bobby turning Long. off all video <laughs> content for the foreseeable future. Uh, as I always... <laughs> I always... How's your turkey for Thanksgiving? Did we cut that? Yeah, I've had... (laughs) No, leave it in. I'm drinking hot tea for the first time on the podcast. It's not working. And it is... I think my tongue is numb. (laughs) Uh, I always hear stories about celebrities, like like a soccer player, like, ensures their leg Mm -hmm. or, like, a singer, their voice. Mm -hmm. Can I do my voice? Sure. Should Uh, I? For the most part, I mean, there's companies that will write just about anything. So... You're, if you're willing to pay the, know that. if you're willing to pay the premium, they'll figure it out. Yeah, sure. I don't wow. think I have anything worth specifically right, protecting. Think, think about it, Aaron. If you had to insure that rock, part of you, the my <laughs> oh, the Braves rock, your Braves rock, dude. Yeah. I mean, that has a lot of sentimental value, and it got a lot of views. So it did. I think its value went up. Mm, I think I got all the value I could out of it. <laughs> oh, you squeeze that. It's, it. it's fully depreciated. It for a piece of content. Now <laughs> I, I regret it fully. Braves Rock has been fully depreciated. I regret to inform you. Mm. And what would you, I mean, I guess your voice, you have to do I guess that. my voice. I always think too, like if I was in an accident, it would be so hard to travel. Yeah. But I probably still could. Yeah, you totally could. Yeah. I mean, I almost got shot at the airport last week, so <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot. That's true. <laughs> Now's the perfect time to have a conversation <laughs> yeah. about life insurance. With I was you. thinking about you the whole time I was sprinting down the terminal. I was like, I need to call Van. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, do like MLB pitchers? I'm sure they have specific. Oh, well, I guess that's their their insurance is probably amazing. Why would we know that? Yeah, I bet they do. There's yeah. di- there is disability insurance in that world, specifically right. for certain things, but it's again pretty expensive. And but you have but, to be able to justify the number you pick, right? Sure. Because you can't. Because obviously, you, what you pay will go up based on what you value it right. at. 
but you also can't value it so highly that it's unrealistic. You gotta prove so who it. You tells prove you that. that you're not that valuable? The uh, the actuary world. All right. So never talk to the actuary. smartest people on the planet. Actuaries. Yeah. Cool. What do you? Was that accounting major? What major do they do? Math. Um, masochistic accounting. It's just ugh, it's the worst. But there are people even, that love it. We didn't have that at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> I never ran any any masochistic accountants at the Sky Bar. That's all. That's <laughs> all <laughs> actuaries are. <laughs> oh. Uh, what is, what does the future look like for you? Are you growing? Is it a practice? Mm-hmm. Is it a what do you call it? An agency? <laughs> An agency? Yeah. Yeah. Are you like trying to franchise it out? Do you have people under you? Are you trying to do this for ten more years and get out of the game? No, you the, said you're semi-retired. Yeah. And the and um, you're so young. Dying man. dying is not a joke. But the joke is to die in the chair, the the agency chair, because the the way that the insurance game works is that there's these residuals that come in for everybody that continues to renew and. So as long as I'm alive, those I see the benefits of that. If I retire, it. it's not it's just different. So yeah, I'll be around for a long time as long as you know State Farm will let me. Um, so the growth part of it, um, I think I've got an amazing opportunity that I can't seem to get anybody to bite on. But it's it's to work for me just to be a referral agent. Now you mm-hmm. have to be licensed. You have to have your insurance license, your property and casualty. Um, but you don't have to sell anything. You just have to call Andrew up, say, Hey, is it okay if you have a conversation with Van? I need a little bit of information. I'll get you on the phone with him. I only get paid if you become a client, but, and then you turn it over and you're done and you work from home, set no set hours, all the time off you need. It's just kind of the, I think, and I know I'm in this world, a fabulous opportunity to just give me names of people that you think I should be talking to and then be really good at the referral game, obviously. Um, cause we're not buying internet leads. That's just a dark hole of throwing money away for insurance agents and nobody wants to be called randomly, right. To talk about insurance. So if there's a relationship, mm-hmm. you have, you know, 10 people <clears throat> well, give them a heads up, get my, get their information and then I'll pay you what I get paid Yeah, for that sale. And so, you know, the math of it all, if it's 10 new people, you're making somewhere between 2,500 and $5,000 a month working from home not selling anything, just providing. Just connecting. Yep. So What's, Are we doing that right now? It seems like what we're doing right now. What if now? people call you and they're like, we heard you on the podcast. Hey. Are if, there kickbacks? If you guys are going to contact Van, tell them that Tell them that Aaron and Andrew sent yeah, you. Yeah, specifically Aaron. Listen, if honestly, if somebody <laughs> if somebody becomes a client because of this podcast, I will absolutely pay you guys a referral fee. Absolutely. Are we about to have a real sponsor? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We always joke about not having real ads on this podcast. This whole episode, one big ad. Wow. Mm. I feel like I just zoomed out on my body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just did ayahuasca for the first time. Oh, wow. No. Um, this is great. And I'm glad we dropped that and figured that out at the very end. So now Whoa. everyone listened to it and they're like, dang, they got me. <laughs> Twist. I just listened to an hour long advertisement for insurance. Jake from State Farm could never make me do that. <laughs> Flo. Can we see how many uh, mascots we can name? Aflac. Aflac. The gecko. Gecko. Oh, let's take turns. <laughs> Sorry. The family, uh, ooh, the pre- family pre- feud style. Yeah. President Palmer from uh, Nationwide. Uh, Allstate. Allstate. <laughs> David Haysbert. Not effective there. advertising. I don't even know who he works for. <laughs> uh, mayhem, like me. Allstate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Tra- is that Traveler? Oh, no, farmers only. Farmers. Uh, oh, call a general and save some time. <laughs> general Shaq. <laughs> uh, pizza, pizza. Is that? That's no, it, Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, people are yelling at home right now. What is Truvago? That's something else. I don't know. Is, is that tra- like caviar? What is that? Travel. What's the one that's orange and it's the little paper rabbit? Oh, um, Vaya. Kachava? Vaya. Vaya. Is that insurance? Retirement. Retirement. Investment. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah, yeah there's the big whale. Uh, Pacific, Pacific Life. Life. Yeah. yeah. Dang, are most companies insurance companies? <laughs> I think they are. Oh, well, if, if you want to win a trivia game... All- Think the the top two. What are the top two um, highest paying industries for commercials on TV? Beer and insurance. Insurance and cars. Cars. That makes sense. Alcohol's up there though. It's a lot of beer. Probably, but it's I think insurance and cars are one. Depends two. on what you watch. If you only watch football like me, it beers up there <laughs> for sure. I mean, that advertising's so powerful. I don't know. Like you talk about 
a few minutes can save you whatever percent. Yeah. Like I'm going to go straight to Geico because it's in my brain. It's in your brain. Yeah. Take from State Farm. They seem cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be really interesting if anybody's ever decided to go with the company because of those commercials. Dude, I bet it's more than we think. I think it's just the brand recognition where it's like, oh, I got to get insurance on this thing. Oh, I guy goes in my head. Yeah. I yeah. think my dumb brain is like, oh, they can afford to have commercials. They must be a good big company. Like it legitimizes the company it in really a way. Because you're like, oh, they they do stuff. Like the general looks so cheap and bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not trusting them. But a talking duck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. Yeah. Uh, the, the What's guy- the caveman? Is that Geico too? Yeah. So they Geico's, have so many. They Geico's crush. got different ones for different types of people. Don't they do the, the cave your, people? Your parent, the, they're teaching your parents how not to be, teaching kids how not to become their parents. Is oh, that yeah. them too? That is. So. Is that Geico too? I think so. They've had yeah. so many good campaigns. Uh, hump Day. There's so many that are <laughs> I unbelievable. Hate that one. So <laughs> Only because you've seen it so many times, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You got to bring that one back. So for all two people that are still listening mm-hmm. to this podcast, if. You have, if I've said anything at all, um, I hope you would pull out your auto insurance contract and look at your liability number. Honestly, if it's, if it's less than 250,000 in liability, you need to have a conversation with your agent, um, about a personal liability umbrella policy. It's just, I won't go into it and bore everybody to death, but if you have that accident where you killed somebody or they can't work again forever, your insurance is not going to work the way you think. Whoa. My first, my first claim at state farm was a 19 year old girl ran a guy off the road. He hit a tree and died. Fifth, or 20 years of paying State Farm, and the family went bankrupt. Because they just didn't have adequate li- liability insurance. Whoa. Fast forward, uh, six years later, um, high school girl leaves a church group on a rainy road and hydroplane and hit a dad and a four-year-old. And that family just talked to their insurance adjuster, and we took care of everything else because the right plan was in place. Hmm. So... If it starts there, if it just starts with having a conversation about liability, I'm happy to tell those stories to anybody that wants to listen as far as how insurance does and doesn't work. There's yeah. homeowners too. That's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, it's I'm the insurance nerd. Let me be your insurance yeah. nerd. Yeah. What I'm hearing is don't let teen girls drive. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're yeah. saying? They seem to be common denominator. <laughs> <in a lot laughs> of... uh, are there any other... Yeah, we need to wrap it up here soon. Sure. What are What are the... Um those nuggets that people need to know you got any more pet insurance never 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 i mean i get it because every time people... i take ozzy to the vet i'm like man mm, this is a lot yeah yeah it's just don't i mean save just save money just yeah, save your and money if, and if your pet has something complicated with them it's time to cross the rainbow bridge <laughs> let them yeah. go let them go there are so many people that would disagree with you. I am not one of them. Yeah. No. Um, your gerbil needs surgery. It's a part of this family. Yeah, if your gerbil has like spine cancer, get For, a new first gerbil. First of all, the fact that you even ran a test to learn about your gerbil spine cancer, I don't know. Probably should save that money. Yeah, too. there's a lot of gerb heads yeah, that are going to so be mad. Many, so many gerbils available. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That need a home. Yeah. Okay. So they have perfectly wish... operable spines. <laughs> I wish there was like nuggets of insurance. Um, it's just to do a review, to have somebody that knows what they're talking about as far as how insurance does and doesn't work. That's what I recommend. There's all sorts of lists I could bore you with, but it's all in the context of do you know what you're paying for? I mean, there's just so many purchases we make with doing tons of research on how it does and doesn't work. And insurance is never one of them. Oh, I've got this policy because my daddy had it. Mm. What kind of coverage do you have? I don't know. It's whatever he had. Well, it's just one of those things where maybe talking to somebody that from a planning perspective lets you understand the importance of having a plan behind what you're buying versus just forking over money for a product. Yeah. Okay. Now I can't stop picturing insurance nuggets. <laughs> They taste awful. I love these nuggets so much. I'm gonna put a policy on them. Uh, Well, Van, what is a what? Do you have like a your? I know State Farm has like its own jingles and stuff, but do you have any like personal jingles like Van Baird? He'll he'll help you sleep at night. I do not. Or anything like that. Welcome any and all suggestions. I think that could be good. Uh, Van Baird, you look shiny coming out of LA Fitness. Uh, He's handing out business cards outside the Midtown LA Fitness. Yeah. We tried to get Aaron on that train a few years ago on the Vine side of things. Yeah, do some ads. Oh, they're talking about working out more. No. And I was like, all right, man. We really were, were encouraging Aaron to lose weight. And like, I don't have my health insurance through you, so you chill out. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I love it. Well, Van, what is your email sign-off? 
It is the um, ever popular thanks. Love it. Yep. Basic. Mm. Yeah. I think you you should change it to Van Baird. I'll help you sleep at night. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't sound creepy at all. Yeah. Well, how can people follow you? Obviously, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Um, at Van Baird on just about every platform, just personally. Um, and I think I'm the only Van Baird that sells State Farm insurance. If you just do Van State Farm, I think I pop up. Yeah. Awesome. And if people have insurance questions, want to actually reach out, is yeah. it, should they DM you? Should yeah. they go to the website? Yeah. The DMs are always open for that. Right. Sure. Yeah. Swing by the speakeasy. Come on. Have a consultation. An old fashioned. Get, get a DUI on the way home. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, I actually had a car accident on the way home from our meeting. Well, wow, that's a great way to game the system right there. I like <laughs> that. Pretty good. Well, Van, thanks. Thanks. No worries if not.